Dewey Entertainment is sponsoring this podcast. So visit DeWayEntertainment.com, www.DeWayEnt.com. That's D-A-W-A-Y-E-N-T.com for more information. Let's get into the show. What's up, everybody? This is yet another episode of The Way I See It podcast, where we give you a collective of perspectives, and you decide whatever the fuck you want to Oh, God, I said fuck this early. Whatever the early <laughs> wants to do with them. Jesus. Josh, are you okay today? Oh, my God. Save you more than life. I am your host, Josh The Way. <laughs> fuck is just on my tongue tonight. So. I see. You've been drinking already. <laughs> no, I have not. I'm actually sober. Um, so I'm your host. Um, and you know, let's let's check in, cousins. How y'all feeling this week? Amber, what's going on? Amber's glasses are already on her nose. Jeez, already. Well, it's because I'm looking at you, and my spidey senses are going <laughs> off clearly in this outfit. I urge everybody to go to the YouTube and watch <laughs> this episode. This is not a podcast episode. You definitely got to get the visual of our main host Joshua and all of his. Spidey glory. Uh, <laughs> Spidey glory. <laughs> I am Amber Jackson. I'm the owner of Glitz Optimi Baby. You and you know what? I just want to let you guys know that Christmas is coming around the corner. New Year's is coming around the corner. And we tired of seeing you with them raggedy ass glasses. Uh, yes, I am cussing this early as well. And all your family photos. Okay. <laughs> I know it's called America's Best, but honey, they look like the worst. Go on down to glitzopticalonline.com <laughs> where you can get very nice glasses that are going to fix your face and look at the switcheroo. I told you you need to do a YouTube, okay? Check this out with corn detail in the middle. Boom. Ooh, that's Boom. fancy. Those are fancy. It's, I like those. I know. We just got them. Oh. Uh, Going to the website. Going to the website. GlitzOpticalOnline.com. What's going <laughs> on, Laurent? I just got my insurance, so I know I'm about to hit you up because okay. I need I need some good uh I need some glasses because I'm legal I'm legally blind. <laughs> P.O.P. hold it down. Mama, I love you. How can I drive a car and I'm legally blind? Burly. Burly. Nah, but I'm good. You know, it's 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 been a um it's been a, it's been a good week so far. Still clocking into the ghetto, but you know it is what it is. Something gotta fund the dream. <clears throat> and I'm actually kind of pissed off because we're they call it for snow where I'm from, where I'm I'm in New Jersey. And Philadelphia is literally 45 minutes away and they're getting a full blizzard and we're getting rain. Like I want to see, so no, it's, it's been a minute. I, I grew up with snow. So like when I moved down South and it was like, real. when I was living in North Carolina, it was like hype hype about it snowing and only being like two centimeters of snow. It kind of blew me. And like when I moved back up here, like I haven't seen any snow since like, well, no, we had a snowstorm, but like I missed the snow. I kind of want to see snow this year, make some snow. So when it's warm. raining, do y'all call it wet dick? Because, you know, when it's cold, it's brick dick. So it's all right. Dry, ah. you're, you're really dragging it. You're not making, like, that does not make any sense at all. Like, for a but brick dick makes sense? Yeah, because, you know, like, when you think of a, like, 
let, let me not even try to make that make sense. It's just <laughs> vernacular that we use up here. It's, and we don't say brick dick all the time. We do not say it all the time. We usually just say brick. But like if it's cold, cold, that's what we say is brick dick. Well, I reckon if it's a blizzard, it's, it's, it's cold. Yeah, yeah well, well it's, it's, not, it's not, there's no blizzarding going on right here right now. It's so much rain. It's pissing me off. I'm over And it. I don't have one of those things, but I thought they shrivel up when it's cold. Oh, okay. Now, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, hey, everybody. <laughs> Y'all, we have a celebrity. Uh, Peter Parker is in the house tonight. I'm hollering. Uh, you know what? <laughs> we thank God for him. We thank God for him. He's in the, the center stage. Period. I got to change my, I gotta change my, my person now to Peter okay, Parker. You know, we're, we're <laughs> not, y'all not going to drag it tonight. Y'all not. I, I oh, you wanted drag to be dragged. It. You showed you up Toby, looking to be dragged. Right, you showed up. Like, which one are you giving? Are we Toby oh or we Andrew? Like, let me know. I'm fuck you. How about that? I'm, I'm that one. I'm that one that says fuck you. How about that? Okay, whatever. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I um, This is the last week of school before winter break, so it's really dragging. Um, I'm sick of looking at these kids. Sick. Uh, but I'm about to move in a couple weeks. We thank God. We praise God for an apartment. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Trying to become a dog dad. I went to visit a dog this week. Oh, I thought about getting a dog. And then I realized I don't like <laughs> I love dogs. I love them. Dog. I just don't ask me to take care of them. It's a difference. <laughs> yeah, I said, I said I'm going to become a dog dad and a real dad in 2021. So I'm going to work on one of them. Well, hey. My God, I'm going to I'm going to get a dog, and I'm going to get at work on one. Doesn't be that part. Now, yeah. are you is this is this baby coming from your lawns? Are we adopting? What type of baby we doing? Oh here? no, this baby, I work for mine. I work hard for the money. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna have that Spidey suit on when you do? <laughs> I might, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. I might be. They <laughs> be coming out with superpowers. Slide, just slide that baby. thing down. Baby, baby, put a hole in it, baby. It's, it, huh? I can oh reach the unreachable. May you be blessed. So oh. for those of you who don't know, I am in my fashionable Spider-Man onesie tonight. Um, and I just want, I, you know, it's colder outside. Um, and I just wanted to be comfortable. I love onesies. Onesies are like my favorite thing. Oh, I, I love, I love they are the best thing. You get out the shower, be naked, and you just slide right on in it. Mm. Baby, that thing holds you. You know, I'm single. That thing holds you in the middle of the night. Like you got mm. a, a warm body. Just Jesus, my God. Okay. <laughs> right. Don't get too excited feeling yourself. in the middle. That part. <laughs> There's something in the middle, but you know, <laughs> it, it becomes a hassle. You know, I call this my my pure. This is my pure garment because to try to get out of this thing, it's it's too much. It's too much to get out of it. It's too much to get out of it. So this keeps you safe. This keeps you pure and whole. Chase. Uh, Chase. I had no sense. I had no sense. <laughs> <laughs> the entrepreneur and me is saying, baby, somebody need to create a front little zipper in the front for guys where they can just boop. Zip it on out. Yeah. <laughs> zip it out, zip it up. All right, well, we better patent that for somebody here and try to do it. Listen, that, that belongs to the way entertainment featuring glitteropticalonline.com so that you uh, see uh, what's being unzipped, huh? Uh -huh. <laughs> Before you see this lawsuit at your desk. <laughs> so we are excited to be back. This is episode seven. My this goodness. Episode seven. Um, 
And you can't appreciate the brick dick comment unless you listen to episode two, three, four, five, six. Okay. <laughs> you got to listen to all of it. You <laughs> have to start back. So we thank you. Uh, we thank all of our listeners for just keep coming back every week. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Uh, so let's get into today's show. Um, this week, Say It With Your Chest moment is going to be brought to you by the fashionably late Laurent. <laughs> All right. So like you are really trying it right now. Y'all tried the fuck out of me. I, would, I, was, I was really trying to save the read for later on in the show. No, because, no. Josh has the right to read you. You was hella late, bro. Y'all tried the fuck out of me. <laughs> I was not. First, okay. First of all, let me get all y'all together, okay? Because there has been plenty of times where I've been on this bitch before anybody, okay? Waiting on the host to start the meeting. Amber, you missed a whole production meeting. Jeremy. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. Okay. All right. So let me go ahead and put this back. Right. But when it was time to perform, who showed up and was ready? Don't matter. You oh, can't it matters. Uh, I am so weak right now. You know. Try to put glitz on blast. Nigga, we show up when it's time to see, though. <laughs> Yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, anyway. So, yeah, I was a little sorry. I was having a little technical difficulties, but I'm here now. Praise him. I can't see you. <laughs> she said, I can't see <laughs> But this week, say Damn with your chest, chest, I want to talk about... Um, my beautiful ladies, you know, I, um, who wear protective styles. I love all protective styles. I love the wig. I love a good lace front. But there is no reason why the hairs should be adolescent hairs and I'm baby. I get so, first of all, I don't like the baby. And me personally, I'm not a fan of the baby hair look because why are you 45 with baby hairs going? I don't <laughs> like that. So like 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 a, a cute little lace front where like, the you know, the, the hairline is plucked wonderfully where it just looks natural like it is melted it's coming from your scalp that's wonderful but there should be no there should not be any type of reason why you're i, I can do calligraphy with your baby hair oh, oh there's no reason why that should happen take them shits off the fucking wig i'm over it i'm tired of seeing it stop buying your fucking wigs from the dollar store stop buying these party city wigs stop going to the beauty supply store getting these little bag wigs that you that you get on the bottom of the shelf that you just snap up with the bag and plop it and shake it out and you make baby hair stop doing that looking at their adolescent your baby hairs the hairs is coming out your wig. It's, it's collecting social security, and I'm not for it. What is not, wrong with y'all? They're not baby hairs. They're old. That's y'all's minds is ate up. Je you know, <laughs> sent Jeremy into hiding. Uh, I want you to say in something place. I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of seeing it. There should be no reason. There should be no reason for it. Let it go, sis. Remember, they got finger they waves in their baby hair. Think. <laughs> <laughs> You got two styles going on. You got finger waves and a, and, and a whole uh, 30 inch number going on. Let's baby, choose you this day. Who choose you gonna serve? Who? I can look at your head and tell you, baby, you confused. Confused, I can just tell. That Please. is funny. So, so is ladies, funny. I mean this with all love. Please stop doing that. Stop. Let the baby hairs and the adolescent hairs and the elderly hairs. Let just let it all go. Please, please. It's not cute. your baby hair is. <laughs> Amber, I love it. I'm crying. That that you know, but I I really hate I really hate the little lace part because it don't be it don't be blending in with their skin. Yes, and that, that yeah. Th thank you. Two for one. Your invisible lace is very visible, sis. I see it. It's very visible. Out. 
We see it. You can bleach your knots. It's okay. You know, you know, there are YouTube tutorials on that. Bleach those knots, honey. So your visible can then be invisible. That man said YouTube tutorials. So if you don't know now, now you know. We need to do a whole episode on Tyler Perry wig. Okay. Oh my gosh. Moving on in the service. Um, you know. We're gonna move on in the service because I'm still not like like this. I told y'all, y'all better watch this on YouTube. You're not gonna get the full effect. Because <laughs> the way he put this mouse on the top of his head to represent the first Medea show. Fire! 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 Get the phone. Oh Jesus! So okay, y'all own one tonight. Lord Jesus. Um, no, because I still have not forgiven Tyler for that girl being in the shower. I mean, in the in the interrogation room with her hair a certain way, and then a camera pan and a half later. We gonna get to Tyler in a minute because I got a whole bunch of shit to say to Tyler. Oh, okay, no, no, no. Let's let's, let's just move on. Let's just move. On. <laughs> um, because we haven't the time. Um, Jesus. Um, so before we get started, uh, with the hot topics this week, before we get before we jump into in the year of our Lord twenty, which we, it's gonna be changing real soon. I mean, Christmas is next week. My God. Wow. Um, let's let's celebrate some black excellence. So who are we bringing to the stage? Let's go. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So, I know that was good, right? So, I have decided to highlight my, not too much, um, my good friend who I wanted her to join tonight, but she's filming. We praise God for being booked. Amen. Um, It is none other than one of the greatest singers in the entire planet. Absolutely. Let us see. Absolutely. Um, I blame you. Her name means to bring forth. Itabosha. <laughs> no, for myself. Yeah, that quick in me. <laughs> so <laughs> she, Lettucey, was born in New Orleans. Um, she studied opera and piano at University of California, Berkeley. So a little bit of her musical history. Uh, her first album was 2000, uh, entitled Soul Singer, The Revival. 2002, we had Phil and Orange. 2003. Uh, she won Outstanding Jazz Album at California Music Awards. Uh, 2007, this is where we kind of all really started to get with her. Um, she released her third album, Lost and Found. Yeah. Which had All Right, charted yes. 40, uh, 45 on billboards, and In the Morning, charted 49. Um, she earned two Grammy nominations that year, Best New Artist and Album. And then since, she has been nominated for 11, but has not won. <laughs> and we just had a whole episode on the Grammys last week, um, including this year for traditional R&B performance for Anything For You. If you haven't heard it, go and download. Um, her new album is entitled The Wild Card. She released that August 28th and it's currently available on all platforms. Go buy it. Praise God. Yes. Um, she's also an author and she has a book out right now called Don't Ever Lose Your Walk, How to Embrace Your Journey. Um, if you Ooh. don't know who Lettucey is, and you want to hear it for the first time, go to YouTube and watch Black Girls Rock, which she did it with her. It was Jill Scott, Marsha, who else? Somebody else. Um, the For Colored Girls little thing they it did. It was Kelly Price. Oh, yeah. Kelly. I'm booked. Um, yes. Yeah, so let us see if you're listening. I love you so much. I miss you. Um, we wanted to highlight you this week because you are excellent and you are not yeah. forgotten about in the industry. Yeah. Um, Absolutely, man. And you are 
soaring right now. You're acting, and I know that's a challenge for you, but you're doing the damn thing. So yes. we highlight you and we celebrate you, Black Excellence. Whoa, oh. yeah. Yeah, she's so I mean, we love legacy. I do love legacy. Um, one time for Jeremy with the with the flex, he said, My friend, I was gonna bring my friend, my friend, my friend, it's gonna be my friend. And it wasn't my it wasn't the local friend, it was a legacy. Oh, it was name a drop or whatever. Oh. I, 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 you better know people, you better know people. I got all the superstars in the house. Let us see, can you come sing at my wedding? Let us see if you're listening to this. I love you, come sing at my wedding. Okay, see. <laughs> Uh, we can make that happen. <laughs> no, but I, I will say this: my my favorite Lettucey performance. I know that that black girl, the one that she mentioned, was really good. Mm -hmm. But I literally watch her Tiny Desk every day when she did Tiny Desk. Yes. I watch that every yes. single day. Like her, like her, her her raw vocals are amazing. And that background vocal she had, I don't know who she was, but sis was sitting and singing. Okay, it loved it. Like. So how I how we met, I know, guys, we talked about this. So I was a PA for a show um, last year called Witness Uganda. And I didn't even know that she was in it. And so it's the first day's production meeting. So all the cast is there. And I was like, I'm a chill. I'm going to relax. And so when they got into rehearsal and like she really got comfortable and she let go, hearing her vo vocals live and just like watching her instrument work, mm -hmm. baby, it's it's the tongue placement for me because and that's that <laughs> opera training. Like it yeah. is, it's my mind. She can literally sing anything, yeah. any, anything. Let us see, let us She's a bad girl. My favorite song by Let Us See is from the Pieces of Me album. Uh, Be good to yourself. Be good. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, yeah. sometimes she got she had that Fantasia thing. Uh -huh. Sometimes you don't listen. All right now. <laughs> We love, love to see it. I love it. Um, so yeah, we celebrate Lettuce. We love her. Buy her book. I didn't know she was an author. Buy her book. Absolutely. Um, get it on Amazon. Get it on Amazon. Yes, get them numbers up. We love to see Amazon numbers for authors. Amen. And while you're getting Lettuce's book, get mine as well, huh? How about it? Get all four of them. How be blessed in the city and in the field. Amen. Amen. It's time for in the year of our Lord 2020, where our, everything is going down but the word of God. And um, my God. So what's 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 been happening? What's been happening? What hasn't? There's a few things that's been happening. Well, Biden Biden won. For yeah, the, again for uh, the eighty fifth time. Seventy thousand. <laughs> I mean, he was he was already uh, my president when I voted for him. He was my president. Okay, at that at that point, baby, my faith my faith sealed that deal. I said it, <laughs> and it is so, and it shall not be otherwise. In Jesus' name. Huh? Well, the Daily News said it's over even if the fat man won't. <laughs> that's that was that's the title of their article. Wow, that's a, that's how solidified. Yes, we baby, we were sure. We were sure that Trump was not our president. He was he, never our president. You're what? He was just a fat my president. He was just a fat Barack. bastard sitting in the seat okay. in, in the White House because he was not my president. What Auntie Maxine said, I don't honor him. I don't. <laughs> <think> <laughs> him. <laughs> With her glasses. We need to get, get his ass out. Out. <laughs> I love Auntie. Okay. So, so help me because everybody's, you know, I'm I'm an avid Twitter user. I, I tweet more than I text. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> there's, I've been seeing all on my timelines that black people are supposed to be getting some kind of power on December 21st. What is that? Like, it's something about moons and renegades and but I said, my, I got the Holy Ghost. I got the power all year. So from what I've read, um, Apparently, the two biggest um, planets are going combined or something, and or align with each other. I believe align so. something like that. That's <laughs> no, but and I was I was um, outside the other night, 
and um i would just i happened to look up and i was like seeing like you know you you can clearly see the difference between stars and planets mm. and it was, i don't know what planet i saw but it's like you can see it like happening. oh you can see planets your eyes is good with, with your bare eyeballs I'm just, <laughs> I'm not, yes, with my glasses from Glitz Optical. Let me stop playing. Nah, but like, but like, you just know, like, if you look up to the sky, like, you see, like, the what stars, like, they have, like, that bluish color. And, like, I just happened to look straight ahead and I just see, like, it wasn't the moon, but it was, like, a, like, a little, little orange dot. I said, that has to be a planet, especially being as a. <laughs> I'm the same. It has to be because everything is, uh, you know, we're we're in that place, like you said, like on the twenty first, th these two planets are supposed to align or something like that. So I'm like, oh, maybe they're just rotating and getting in alignment. Well, I, if if it's anything like like what them brooms did, because I think I think a few things could uh, introduce this coronavirus. Yeah, it the was, brooms. It was, it was them brooms, <laughs> and it was them people, them nasty ass people down to the WalMarts and Targets and stuff, licking them ice creams and putting them back. Oh yeah, that girl who licked in the bluebell. That's who that's, it was. That's what started this shit. Right, but, that's what started the corona. <laughs> that's what started this shit. Uh, <laughs> but so so let's just let's just play for a while. So if you if you could have a superpower, what would your superpower be? What superpower would you? I'll start. I would want um teleportation and in invisibility yeah i was gonna i want to be i mean, i want i want to walk in room and you not even know my ass is there i would want to i don't know if my mental could handle that though <laughs> then i'll snap back in the flesh and be like what <laughs> <laughs> i'd tell on myself <laughs> exactly you hear somebody talking shit about you you pop up now what the fuck you had right. said no you just hit him in the throat you just hit this guy and they look around like what the fuck was that don't worry no, about that it. sound like y'all want to be a ghost we don't want to be, <laughs> be careful what you ask for right I think I would do. I think I would telepathy and tele. Mm. I want. I want to be able to word telekinesis. Mm -hmm. That's the ability to move things with you. Mm -hmm. Telepathy is the ability to read people's minds I and like control it. people's minds. Jeez. Yeah, I would. I would want to be like a combination of Magneto and Professor. Yeah. <laughs> like, Come on, Marvel I reference. Move, I could look. I can move stuff, and I can. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's why I said. But like, I, I, I can control like when I, you know, if I want to read somebody's mind, I can control when versus I'm just hearing everybody's Ooh. thoughts the whole time. Yes. Ooh, but yeah. let me tell you something, baby. If you can't do that, you can get the Holy Ghost. Huh? Hey. Okay. Hey, <laughs> Holy Ghost. And we're moving. <laughs> You'll be able <laughs> And we're moving. And we're moving. Um, so in other news, so um, so down to the red table talk. Um mm. Jada, her daughter, and uh Gammy. Um, brought well. I'm not gonna say Gammy brought this girl to the table. Because Gammy wasn't for it. He was not for it. They had Olivia J, uh, whatever the girl name is, Olivia down to the table, and Gammy was not here for it. No. Gammy said, you know, I there there's there's so much dehumanization of black people going on. Um, black people don't get the same opportunities. Black people don't get the same privileges that you get. And she straight up said. Her ass is gonna be all right, whether that ass sits at this table or not. And I was completely okay with that because for me, uh, and then Jada said something that really struck a nerve with me. She said, well, in defense to her bringing the girl to the table, she said, well, I'm never going to be what happened to me. And although I understand that, why do we as black people always have to concede? We always have to lay down and make the way 
straight for whites for the whites to come and feel comfortable or and they always run to us for safety and to feel i i, I think white people gonna think we don't we don't like them and that's not true it's just we that's want not things. true we want our things that we want we want y'all to stop running to us to save the damn day but then we can't even we got to beg y'all to say black lives matter Mm-hmm. And it's not about the movement. It's about the principle. It's about the, the truth and the black life mattering. Yeah. We got to beg y'all to say that. Well, hell, we had to beg you to put a damn black square on Instagram. Uh, no, that's true. That's very true. That's very true. And you want to put our platforms. You want to use our people, mm-hmm. our votes. You want to, you know, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of that shit. I think some people are used to being oppressed. And so they kind of settle in that and think that being the oppressed, please, you know, I vote because there are some black people who will play that card. And if I have to do that, I don't need to be wherever that place. Because if I have to, if I have to minimize who I am as not only a black man, but just, I mean, a human, but a black man, no, because I'm already, I'm already powerful as Period. But I think some people are just, some people are accustomed to oppression and that they don't know, they don't really know that they're in it. And so they just kind of dumb down everything and just kind of- And black people, you know, by nature, we have such a loving, kind, caring spirit. We're not savages by nature. So it is not in our nature to do one the way that they may do us. Mm -hmm. But as 2021 is approaching, you need to get a little savagery to you. (sighs) Come on, say that. Okay. I know it's not in our nature to, but you got to- Take the you out of fuck and stop giving it to these niggas. <laughs> we don't give a fuck about you. Oh, I like that. Take I like that. Take the you out of fuck. I like that. Yeah, oh, I, like I, that. Can't, I can't give a fuck about you and your feelings no more. Not in 2021. You're 1960. And that's but what enough was is on. enough, you know? <laughs> and that's the type of time gaming was on. I don't give a fuck. Cause, but she, but she <laughs> made a point. And uh, in Jada, my whole situation with that is Jada, I, I, I get it, sis, but no. I'm, like, we always take the high road. We're always the bigger person. We're always, you know, we're, we're just, yeah. like, it's just in our innate nature to do that. Yeah. But at the, but concerning the situation, it's all bullshit to me. Because you're not going to sit here and tell me that, um, you're not going to sit here and be like, oh, well, you know, I, I didn't realize the privilege I was born into and your mom only did, what, 30 days, 60 days and your dad's only going to do five months in jail when a female, a black female just yeah. uses a different address and getting years, 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 years. I'm really angry. This time, that's why I'm being quiet because it's there is something in me that's just not holy. <laughs> so right, let it on out. Let it on out. Yeah, it's but but that's that's why I was that's why I resonated so strongly with Gammy because Gammy was like fuck you and fuck that shit like mm-hmm. fuck fuck that because mm-hmm. we are not about to do that. And Gammy Gammy's disposition the whole time was bitch. Okay, and- say what you got to say so you can get the fuck. Because I'm trying to care. I'm really trying to care. I'm really trying to care. <laughs> I can't. She said, but I can't. I'm, I, yeah. I can't seem to find it in myself to care about the fact that you lost your endorsements. Exactly. And, yeah, but that's the thing. That's that's what turned me off um, in the presidential debate when um, they they brought up Breonna Taylor. And, you know, uh, then it became a matter of looting. And he, he equated her life to his rich ass white friend mm. losing her her business, her place of business being burnt mm. down. Bitch, you can get renter's insurance for that. I don't care how much life insurance you got, you ain't coming back from yeah, death. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's, it's just always, and, and Amber made a good point. We've always been, the nurturers they was raping our black women all this stuff and then put them put them put them they white babies taking the black babies off the titty to put their white babies on the titty 
So mm. now my titty is forever stagging and flat for my man because I was feeding your baby. <laughs> he done worked That's a long, funny, hard day in the field, and I can't even give him a good titty to suck on because your white ass child done sucked all my shit out. Amber <laughs> J has left the chat. Amber J has been removed from the chat. What, what, what about me saying pressure? She said, he's, she said, oh, what you doing? 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 <laughs> <laughs> We really do love some white people, though. Like, if you, we don't hate white people. We really do. Yeah, I love Tori Kelly. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, Tori I, Kelly and JoJo. I, I, have, I have some. No, because I have some. I have some. I have some white friends that I I do love. Be a nerd. <laughs> I do. But at the end of the day, most of y'all ain't shit and fuck y'all. And especially Olivia, J, Olivia, whoever she was, bitch. F- okay. Let me not go there. Baby. The door. Yeah. It's the door. And we're moving on. So 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 in other news, in reality TV, uh, before we introduce fashions by Leron, um, in reality TV, I do want to talk about um the way Monique Samuels, the beauty, my bae, the way she gathered Giselle Bryant. And baby, she called that man Pastor Holy Whore. What? <laughs> you haven't seen it? I have no. not, I, I told you oh I know. So you gotta you insert own. that clip when you air Okay, so oh, so yeah. so let me bring you up to speed real quick. So, you know, um there's this girl y'all got to watch Real Housewives of Potomac. Mm. Um so there's this girl named Candace. She thinks she can sing, but she really can't. Mm. Uh the, the Elmo down to Sesame Street giving better vocals than she is. Oh wow. Um so she always yapping off at the mouth, blah, blah, blah. Well, they had this altercation. She was like, what you going to do, drag me? And Monique dragged the fuck out of her. And she's, <laughs> oh, I did see that. She yeah, grabbed her hair and everything. That. So, uh, yeah, all season, these these women ganged up on Monique and, and you know, bullied her and was I like, you have to be at that you did that and you a black woman. You know what the black woman narrative is. And y'all, you made us seem angry, but y'all sitting around here gossiping for seven other seasons, like whatever. So they get to the reunion show and Monique pulls out this binder from Staple, oh, baby. And she got tabs of each and every one of the girls just full, of, full of receipts. So she flips to Jamal Bryant, to Giselle Bryant, because she had the most shit to say. She yeah. said, um, so a pastor in Atlanta has been screwing your husband. And um, <laughs> she she sent me all the text messages. Is this his, is this his number? And she called the number out. And Giselle's dumb ass said, that's his number. Why would she do that? <laughs> Baby, it was over. It was over. Why would she do that? It was over. And she, she had time to, to get with her publicist. And when she, <laughs> what Monique said to Giselle, she said, you bring a new man onto this show every fucking season. Well, hopefully the man you pretend to have now is going to come sit behind you. She said, is, Jam- is Jamal here? And she said, no, he's not coming. Baby, ah. she called him. She said, he's past a holy whore. Not and past a holy whore. She said, she said, he's been slinging dick all around new birth. Oh, baby. She did oh. not let, she did not step she, off that woman's neck. And I was here for it. My, see, I don't, the only Housewives franchise that I watch faithfully. Uh-uh. And to be honest with you, I've, I haven't even watched this season yet because Nene, I'm kind of like a little. Yeah, they, they lost me with Phaedra Lev. But Potomac is really, Potomac is really classy. 
and they're they're a better franchise because you i know you like that old ratchet love and hip-hop spit in your mouth I do. waiting all right there you go dragon. <laughs> go. here he go. go dragon it again i mean you just you just won't stop you just won't stop <laughs> i'm sure to have a good one accord tonight but you just itching for it and you'd have to catch episode three and four to catch that plug right <laughs> now i do i do i do like the ratchet shit or whatever like i'm like i i did try to watch potomac like the first season but i was like uh, it's just not ratchet enough for me yeah okay so so since 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 you don't like them go go ahead and speak on their out because i don't know any of these women but they all look the mess on this reunion show to be quite honest with you. um we I, I know Giselle. i know giselle and i know monique because you know I, I know monique because of the situation i know giselle because i knew her before she even got on the show um they all every single one of them look like uh you you know like when you go into the mall and they have those prom stores. They look like they all went in at one time and picked out a dress, especially Monique's dress. This is definitely giving me prompt her dress, definitely. And this, yeah. pre what's the pregnant lady want? What's her name? Pregnant lady. Oh, uh, Ashley, forehead. We call her forehead. So, for, so forehead. Y'all remember that episode of the Parkers when um, a Professor Ogilvy was in that da dance competition and the late in the... Uh, in yeah. <laughs> call me back. <laughs> and and, 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 and Miss Parker uh, messed up that lady's leg, and uh, Professor Ogilvy said, "If you can fit into this dress, you can dance on me." And then so she, so she uh, split the dress in half and put like the the zebra print down the middle. Call me this back. is what this young lady dress is giving me. It looks like she could not fit the original dress, so she split it down the middle and put this little floral pattern in, in, in <laughs> on the sides. It's giving me very much so Nikki Parker, uh, Kim Parker, original. Karen, is that her name? The Madame, the Dom, whatever her name is. Yes. She looks cute, but my, but like I said, my my thing is, it's it's all of them. This is giving me very much so mall prom dress store. That, that that's it's, it's not giving me that. See, with Real Housewives of Atlanta, you get fashion. You get you get some good dresses. You get some good garments. You don't and see you that. Get boobs, cause they now they do have. When I say them tits is sitting up, everybody got their tits out. <laughs> they do have boobs down to the Atlanta. Now th this the this I don't know her name. The the light skin one with the uh, Robin. We don't like her. Well, she looked the best. She was my favorite out of, she was my favorite. She, she looked. But the spirit is nasty. But then that hair was, I don't know why, what she had going on with that hair. She had like cheetah print her hair. Or it's a reflection her hair of her like spirit. That. Damn, she like, she's that nice. <laughs> I need to watch the show. Got, I need to watch the show. You got to get into it. All right. So what else, what else has happened in, in, in life? Miami made some trash ass statement. Oh God. Oh my. She said, um, I'm not even a female and it pissed me off. She said the pussy is trash if you've never been pregnant. That's right. She did say that. <sighs> Why okay. would you say some ignorant shit like that? I just want to know when the last time she went to the gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my I just want to know. How many and what was the report? Well, how many children does she have? She she has she has one yeah she she has she has one one uh son daughter I don't know or maybe two I don't know I don't keep I don't keep up with shorty like that to how many kids she has but I want I want to ask her how many how many niggas that have been have been run through your your vaginal walls yeah no, and and if and if you're boasting about the pussy being trash you're never pregnant how many times have you been pregnant and how many abortions have you had boom there it is and it's 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 stupid like why would you say something like that like being pregnant like does not make a female any less of a woman you know what i'm saying yeah. her, her not being pregnant and then what if the female is dealing with infertility issues there are plenty of reasons exactly. why a female cannot get pregnant you'll make this tone deaf statement you're dumb as fuck first of all i knew you was dumb when your ass said flew out but then you want to make this statement 
you're really fucking stupid. And it, and it really makes me mad to say this because I really enjoy Carisha as like, she's hilarious. Like, you know, when her and Santana get on live, they go back and forth. It's funny. Some of her music, I, I, I'm i not going to hold you. You know, I'm a little rash. I do have my city girl moments. But bitch, when you say stupid shit like this, it makes you want to cancel, like not cancel you, but like not subscribe to you. Oh, she's a city girl. Yes, it's her and JT. She's a city girl. You see, Josh, how uh, you didn't even know who the hell this bitch was. <laughs> that shows you should not be girl. making no public statement uh, uh, for all women's vagina. That's not fair to say because she is known. She is known. She's. Well, I don't know who she and was. Who is she known by? These niggas who's impregnating her. Uh, she, no, fuck boys. Like, she's known by fuck boys. I don't no, she's she's known. People know people know this who do this they know is. her vagina walls? I'm pretty sure there are a lot of niggas that do know her vagina walls. I mean, cause she was she was wasn't she one of the ones talking about high girl summer? Yes, she was. Well, yeah, well she know. Niggas know her. <laughs> if, you, if you what's her name? Carisha. If you or anybody else have been affected or a victim of Carisha's vagina, please call one eight hundred. Get your pussy back. This has been sponsored by Badger. Oh, Harry. Oh, and Kiara's married too, y'all. Kiara did tie the knot. Kiara did tie the knot. Congratulations. Congratulations. What I did not appreciate about appreciate about Kiara's uh, tying of the knot, baby, because you grown. Stop. Stop thinking that you have to explain yourself to church people. Girl, fuck them. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Girl, fuck them. No, fuck them church people. <laughs> because because half half of them are miserable and they want you to they want you to live your life as a lie like they do. And it's just like, girl, okay, so if you don't know what happened, she she posted a picture after her wedding and said, "No, we I didn't have a shotgun wedding because I'm pregnant. I we're not having sex and I'm on my period." So you know, we we can't even have sex if I wanted to. First of all, that was too fucking much information. Uh, you know, I Same I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to hear. I don't want to be playing something has to break and thinking about your your vaginal walls breaking with you know whatever they're gonna break with. Um, but you don't have to explain. You are grown. You are not my daughter, Kiara Shea. You are not Kiki anymore. Like you are a grown ass woman, you live in your own house, pay your own bills, got your own ass husband who is a cute dog. So to say y'all not having sex, I'm I'm on your side, but Kira, he's a cute dog. Y'all fuck. Um, <laughs> them hips don't lie, daughter. Them hips do not lie. Them, them hips, hips don't lie. Spread. Them hips don't lie. And it's not the Hawaiian rolls you've been eating. It's that dick okay, you been taking. It's the dick. <laughs> I feel like she was, um, j just because she she know the the state of the mind that the church is in today. Or the, the, did I say that right? Yeah, I got you. She knows how church people think. In, uh, she knows how church people think in these days now. And she knows that if people would have saw that she had a quote unquote shotgun written, they are going to think that Dora is pregnant. So I think that she was just trying to get ahead of maybe that was like a kind of a publicity thing to get ahead of the conversation to let y'all niggas know, no, I'm not pregnant. Just in case y'all want to start that rumor, I'm not pregnant. I think that I think that's which I I can understand that move. But yeah, if she if she would have said that we're not having sex at all, then sis, y'all was y'all was at quarantining together. Like, come on, Baby, it was something going down. If y'all would if y'all if there was no penetration, there was some licking and sucking and okay, and there was something perching. <laughs> but but even if there was, baby, you grown. And exactly. all these church folks been licking and sucking and spitting and 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 all yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> doing all that. So, uh, baby, it's 2020. I'm getting everybody to pass in 2020. Baby, do what you got to do to keep yourself calm, co collected, and centered. If if that means you need to gobble on a gobble and wobble on a dick, baby, go do what you got to do. But I'm glad that you're married. I'm glad that you're married.
Is that why I give? Is that why I give him Wiz Khalifa a pass? Who Who is that? The, right. The, thank the, you, Laurent. That yeah, because come on, because you apparently said there was nothing wrong with this man kissing his son on the. Okay. 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 So let's do this. Present your statement. <laughs> present, present your case because no, I'm ready for y'all asses. I'm, no, I'm gonna let my go ahead, sis. I'm gonna let Amber go. go she ahead, don't put on. She don't put on her Ray Charles. She put on shades. She she on her her Regan shades. I'm ready. Go ahead. I just cannot see the bullshit that be coming from Josh concerning this topic. Okay, and I think it's important that the audience gets involved in this. So you know go to our page and let us know what you're talking about because I'm going to actually put this in my stories with the picture. So you got to also have the picture. Yeah, Number yeah. one, I'm a, a woman. I enjoy infection with my daughter. I enjoy infection from my mom. I enjoy infection from my father. I'm I'm a daddy's girl. So let me just put that at the forefront of my statement so that you don't think I got any daddy issues because me and Papa, <laughs> we this good, okay? <laughs> um, so now that I got that out the way, I do not any need for a grown man moisture of his lips to be on his son's top lip. There's no need <laughs> to show affection in that way. I can show you love without the little dribble on my lip being <laughs> on your lip. It's unnecessary on every level. <laughs> And unless you got something to combat that, especially during Corona time, <laughs> your point is valid. Keep your damn top lip off my son's top lip or my daughter's top lip. They five, six years old. Why? And, and the smooth, he had the top and the bottom lip on. It's just unnecessary. We don't need to be doing that uh, for any reason. Okay, but y'all are treating this like it was a mad, passionate kiss. It was a... Uh, uh, Patty LaBelle does it to everybody she performs with. It's just a come here, baby. It's just a. It's just a. E hell, even the Bible says, "Greet your brother and sister with a with a hug and a holy kiss on the cheek." It, it, the, don't, it don't say no. It don't say on no. It don't say on no cheek. It is it, not that's say on the, the cheek. holy part. No, it's not. <laughs> that's no, it's the not. holy part. No, it's not. That's <laughs> that's that's man perversion. That's man's perversion because because people have people have sexualized affection, and you had no. your time to talk. So I'm going. So I'm going. I'm going to say. Are you kissing your coworkers? On the, on no, no, because I don't like the asses. Okay, but are you kissing all your friends? A coworker, a coworker is not my my child. A coworker is not the same thing as my okay, child. Okay, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your aunt. I will, I will, I will absolutely kiss my brother on the lips. You're absolutely. If we, if we, if we have, if we have that kind of relationship, if it, because this is not, I, I could understand y'all's point of view if he just, if he just now got into his child's life. And you know, hey son, come come give me a kiss on the lips. Yeah, that's kind of weird because even with my father, my me and my father don't have that kind of relationship where my father would just come and kiss me on the lips. At that point, it would it would be weird. But if you have if you have this child and this father who have had this relationship all this time, where since since conception, I mean, well, since the baby was born, his father said, "Oh, that's my son, smooch," and put him down. I don't see I don't see that as a sexualized act. I don't see I don't that as something that's I just see it as unnecessary. It's but not it, necessary. But but that's but that's the that's something that you wouldn't do in your house. But to criticize another man for what he's doing in his house and saying that he's wrong and that he shouldn't do that, that's your that's just your personal preference. It is no different. Okay. 
it's it's no different than somebody saying, "Well, women shouldn't wear pants because I don't like women wearing yeah, pants." Yeah, you sound like these people that's advocating for uh, uh, pedophiles talking about it's their sexual preference. It's no, 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 no. I, but it's, it's it's not a sexual preference because pedophilia is is not is not me talking talking about my child. I'm not I'm not being perverted in any kind of way. What I'm saying is there was nothing sexual about their kids. That's just a father that hell who knows who knows and who is this because i don't know the rapper who knows that that might that might have been his 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 miracle baby you know we don't know all of the details so i can't sit here and judge you because it's no different we just we was just all in cahoots on thanksgiving about Smokey Norfolk's 17 year old son hopping in his lap and taking a nap what's the difference well then what's the difference between uh somebody getting spitting in their mouth during sex thing? well that's that's LaRon's preference and that's that's between him but and his. Well, what's the difference? You was judging it. It's a, you you was judging. But, it's but, my preference. It is your it's preference, preference, but it's, it it this it it will not happen. Okay, so so Wiz Khalifa kissing his son in the mouth is disgusting to me. That's that that's my opinion. I, I think that it's just I think that's too much. And this is coming from a man who does have a very affectionate father. My biological father, when I was little, he would kiss me all the time. But when I grew the fuck up, we cut that shit the fuck out. But it's just I, inappropriate. It's but just at heart, at heart, and I'm not, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that I would even do it. I'm just saying at heart, the heart of you all's judgment of it is based on a double standard, because women kiss each other in the mouth all the time. You see Fantasia and Patti LaBelle do it. You see all, all, all of the divas do it, and we just, it's just, it's nothing. But a man, well. Cause I thought that shit was nasty when uh, I I don't like that shit. Especially well, the, what what I'm saying is there is there is a clear. It might not be your double standard, but there is a clear society society societal whatever. Jesus, uh, <laughs> societal. That's when you know uh, you're sticking up. <laughs> there's there's a clear <laughs> fucking words right. That's how you know. <laughs> there's a clear double standard. Um, for what women get away with and what men get away with. And I think I think it's because of that that fragile masculinity. And again, I'm not saying kiss I'm not saying kiss nobody in the mouth, but I'm saying your your disdain is rooted in some kind of fragile masculinity. And that's point blank period. And I was well, and men and women are not the same. I want us to stop this mess either. That we got to feel like that. Well, if women can't do it, men can't do it. We have certain roles, I feel like, for a reason. But at the same time, I'm not kissing no male, female on the lips like that. I just, I, I can't. Just, to, just to, on a, on a meet and greet tip that I love you. But, but, but that I understand that with with the stranger because I'm not put. But, but my child, you can't tell you can't tell me how to how to be affectionate with my child. That's just like that's just like the conversation that I see on on social media all the time about um you know fathers taking t uh having their children take baths with them and it's just like you know that's 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 a child it's a child okay so what so let's talk about it. what age uh -oh. are you getting out of the stop sharing your dirty ass water with your kid <laughs> well i don't i don't i don't sit in bathtubs well, I okay what age do you speaking. think is does it become inappropriate and okay to judge I I don't. I don't have so judgment a, starts in the house. So <laughs> that's the word. That's the book. I don't have a specified age, but the 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 thing is, it doesn't matter what age it is, because the uproar is always about. It's typically about a newborn, because nobody's hopping. In, nobody's hopping in the tub with a, a seven year old. I mean, you know, at the point that it makes the child uncomfortable, whatever, you shouldn't do it. But I'm talking about baby, like toddler, like. So let me tell y'all what happened. I was um, neighbor two doors down the road 
used to keep me. I had to have been about five years old. And my mother, the woman was about about 60 something. And my mother came to pick me up one day and saw me in the tub with this 60 something year old woman and cussed her smooth out. Now, this woman was no kin to me. Now she wasn't doing anything inappropriate with me, but, and maybe she might've came up to a time when that's appropriate. But that is completely unnecessary. And when I think about now that I'm in my thirties and I have a daughter, if I seen my ch child in the tub with anybody, Mm. besides her cousin that I put her in the tub with when they's two, three years old. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be... But even then, what's, what's, what's the difference between putting your child in the tub with the cousin up until they're five or whatever to, because you want to save water? Common sense is the difference. Well, I mean, well, common sense ain't so common. And everybody's everybody's definition of common sense is, is not the same. I, what I'm saying is majority of people's disdain for it is is rooted in toxic is is rooted in fragile masculinity and that's what i'm i'm not saying that is wrong right or indifferent i'm just saying the heart of the argument is rooted in something that is traumatic that's rooted in something that's perverted and uh that's why people sexualize that kind of thing you go over to another and it's 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 very much so the way we the way we operate in this culture you go it's it's nothing to go over over the waters or whatever and see people kissing strangers in the mouth it, it's it's just how they greet when you're in wrong you do what, what what you're doing wrong but that's but that's what i'm but saying ain't in wrong but that's what i'm saying but what you what i do in my house you might not do at your house but you don't get to you don't get to say that because you don't do it at your house it's wrong for me to do it in mine yes well, i then, do get to well, say that when you publicize public it eye because that's what i'm about to say when, when well then, well, then that's, it, well then, then that's, that's another thing that's then that's another thing and then that argument is going to come back and bite you in the butt because then what happens to the business owners that put out their products and then somebody says well hey this is trash i don't agree with this i don't blah 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 i don't then then people say well you're just being mean and you're just being harsh well you shouldn't put it online you shouldn't put it on it, well, they, they it got the I mean, but but that's the thing. It's it's a it's a very blurred line. And my thing was, my thing is still, if that is their relationship, is that if that is as long as nothing is if as long as nothing inappropriate is happening, I can't tell another human how to love their child. That's not my that's not my place. That and and, and another point to that um, is Dwayne Dwayne Wade's um, Zaza daughter. Uh, yeah. Um, what's 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 her name? Zaya. 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 You know, and I had this conversation with my sister. She was like, "Well, he shouldn't be put. He shouldn't be putting her out. He should. You know, it's okay for him to love her the same, but he shouldn't do that openly." And I said, "Well, why why shouldn't he love his child openly? I mean, if he would, if if his child identified as straight." y'all would see no problem with it. So why is it now a problem because her, his child identifies as something other than straight? And a lot of people's disdain, again, is rooted in something that's traumatic or something that's that's a double standard or something that is fragile, be it masculinity or femininity. It's something that's fragile, and I don't think that's fair. I should not have to hide the way that I love or choose to love my child in genuineness. I should not have to hide that because it makes you uncomfortable. So fuck you if it makes you uncomfortable. This is how, this is how I genuinely love my child. And if my child needs this from me, I'm going to give it to my child. Now, to whoever decided to put it on social media, that's stay business but and y'all are absolutely right people have people have the the option uh or the the uh prerogative to speak on it now that it's public but to say but to be insinuating that 
this man is nasty or doing something inappropriate with this child. No, I don't buy into it. I never insinuated that. I never that. said who, that. Who, who insinuated that? I, I just said, I just thought it was weird. I just, I just, it's I just weird. And, and, and if that's how you want to love your child. On the child's saliva. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of other ways to show affection. Y'all niggas can color together. Y'all niggas can ride a scooter together. Y'all niggas can take a nap in the park together. Y'all niggas can cuddle up, and whatever. My my spit don't have to touch your spit in order for me to show you a fat. But, but who says a, a kiss has to be full of spit? The, uh, uh, you don't have Start to spit on your top lip right now. All of us got a little moisture. Well, my lips are a bit dry right now, so you be blessed. <laughs> a corner. No saliva. Laron. Right, Laron. <laughs> and we're moving on. <laughs> yes. Well, what what about uh? Did y'all hear about? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> As you as you lubricate your lips. As I lube, right. Y'all hear about uh this the new Sister Act movie? Yes. Did you did you hear who's producing? Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Being producer and directing and writing is uh, are different things. Produce because he he produced he produced. <laughs> Everybody had the same face. Yeah. No 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 no. But hear hear me out. Hear me out. He produced Precious and had you know. Ooh. And he wasn't down to the studio directing Monique on what she should do. So it's True. a difference. It's a difference between producing and being hired to write and direct. Now, if he was writing and directing, fuck, absolutely. But if, if a producer's job is to put money into the project, you you give him coin. That's that's your function. You you give coin, and you know whatever. It didn't say but he sometimes. was a producer. He's just a yeah. producer on the film. So he's just contributing coins to the to the project. That we know, because you know, sometimes there are producers who definitely will overstep and feud with the director and like, well, this is my money, so technically it's my film. I have seen that firsthand. That's right. that's no. that's what concerns me. So hopefully he will just well, first no, of all, I, they don't they don't a third movie. That's what I'm um, saying. Like I don't feel like Sister Act needs a third movie. Like you think most of them are dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's looking forward to that? Are we really anticipating this? I'm not. It's, I like just, not. it's, it's just people's nostalgia. It's just like, oh, sister act. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely nostalgia. It's it's probably just going to be straight to Netflix or no shade to Netflix because Netflix has some good movies, but it's probably going to okay. be straight to Netflix. I mean, hell, all movies are straight to Netflix at this point. At HBO this Max, point. baby. Yeah, I thought Netflix would be a step up for them. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I've seen that firsthand too, Jeremy, but it just, it just depends on how much of the producer pie he really has. Right. That's you know, what I'm curious if, about. if he's executive producer, which has not come out, it just says he's a producer. Um, so this is not a Tyler Perry film. If this was a Tyler Perry film, then I would absolutely not be for it. Um, but it's not a Tyler Perry film. Film. He's just gonna get a, a little credit like he did with with um, with Precious. It's just or or the movie Peoples where he because um, he didn't he didn't do anything with that. Film. Just, he just gonna get some credit for it. He's just gonna get credit for it. It's just gonna say okay. Tyler Perry presents Tyler Perry, Lee Daniels, and Oprah Winfrey present. Because I, I don't I don't want him to have no part. First of all, I'm not even even looking forward to another sister act. I'm more so looking forward to another Hocus Pocus because I feel like that because they're talking about doing a Hocus Pocus too as well. I'm looking Ooh. more forward to that than another sister act because I'm like with sister act where else can you go? And on top of that, if y'all if y'all <laughs> plan on releasing this soon, y'all better start film let uh, Lauren Hill to be on set now. So she can actually be on there when it's time to start. Be on time. time. She can be on time. <laughs> okay, so let's 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 talk about topics. <laughs> My spirit is. Yes, where they got back. Spirit and got big. I'm hollering. Um, am I interested? Yes. Well, so I I wanted to talk about uh, well I brought it up to the group to talk about relationships today on this episode. We all 
wanna be loved. <laughs> I'm hollering. I just thought I just thought it would be interesting to know everyone's perspective. Um, and this is in platonic and romantic relationships. What what do they uh, look for when it comes to whether it be be it friend or a boyfriend or and or girlfriend? Um, what what uh, what are some things that you learned from relationships in your past? Um, what are some toxic traits that you uh, learned to look out for and not want to bring into your next relationship? What are some things about yourself that you uh, have learned, whether it be it toxic or what have you, that you don't want to carry into your next or present relationship, present relationship, whatever the case may be? So yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. For me, um, I am in a relationship. If you know, you know. Um, and uh, it's it's very uh, it's not the perfect relationship. It has a lot of sex. <laughs> but that one thing about it, we're going to have sex. <laughs> One thing about that, that's going to happen. I, I kind of felt like Portia for a second because I'm about to be like, it's not perfect by Cordell is not perfect by far. <laughs> My relationship is not perfect by far, but one thing I'm learning is that communi communication. And I'm going I'm, I'm to keep with it being with y'all. Like in every relationship that I've ever had, I've never been faithful. This is my first relationship. No, seriously, this is my first relationship that I've been in that I have like cut off all my niggas. Oh, well, congratulations. I'm proud of you for that. that you've been in. I'm sorry. How many relationships we've been in? Relationships? Real relationships. Real, yeah. Okay, so real relationships, I have been in, I can count on one hand, I've been in five real relationships that I, that I cheated on all of them. Well, well, including this one I'm in that right now, six. I've been in six relationships. But every one of my relationships, I've whether it be it physical, uh, I'm sending my nudes. I've never been. So what makes you cheat? Um, because you just, I, like, I, like, I like the it's the look up to the left for me. Because I like because I don't I don't want just one. I want all y'all. Or that's how I felt. Like in, in the how I felt was I don't want just one. All y'all got something that y'all can bring to the table. <laughs> Even though uh, I was doing single shit. I still wanted the comfort of having a boyfriend. Okay, well, well, that's that's still going on in, in a lot of relationships because it be it's it's married folks, both men and women, that's out here just whole single, big single, yeah, in DMs. big big single. They big it's single. Just that comfort of knowing that okay, if I want to cuddle with somebody, or if I if I want you know if if I want somebody, if I want to pull on somebody, and the, and they act in the boyfriend girlfriend role, I can pull on you. Uh -uh. But if I want to be a, if if I if, I, if that that will, and I'm I'm a and I am and. And I am a huge flirt, like, and I, like, I, and it's not even intentional. Like, I don't even flirt intentionally. It just happens. Well, see, that's my problem too. I'm a huge flirt, and people think mm -hmm. I'm, I'm flirting with them, and you I'm. R. Really Kelly, it's that southern, but I, I, I'm, I'm a huge flirt, and I don't like. I know when I'm intentionally flirting, mm -hmm. but nine times out of ten, I'm not intentionally, not flirting. intentionally flirting. Exactly. So I get, I get that. But no, see, it's but it's that it's what to, to what you say, it's that same comfort fucking with me that's gonna get you put in in, in the tomb because, bitch, no, no, no. I, and that's my thing. I would rather, I would rather you just be up front and say, listen, I, I like you make me feel comfortable. You, I, I have this certain comfort with you. I, I can, I can come over here, we can chill, we can chill, we can kick it. And, but I don't want to be exclusive. I still want to be out here. Do I will respect the fuck out of you. I might say no, but mm -hmm. I will respect the fuck out of you for saying that in instead of coming to me wanting a relationship and then going playing harlot under every tree. That's Bible. Mm -hmm. Playing a harlot under every tree. Uh, when you said that, it made me think of Tamar. You got a cheater. <laughs> you got a computer whiz. <laughs> mm -hmm. You got a man that can't keep a job. This man right here. 
this man right here. But I don't, I don't understand. I always tell people, I, I don't understand cheating. If I don't want you anymore, I'm going to tell you, I don't want to be, I don't want to do this anymore. I just don't want to do this anymore. Um, I mean, well, has anyone else cheated in a relationship? Or is that? I have several times. So, so for, so, so, so like, what, like, what, what was it for you? Like, like, you know, just what caused the cheating or what? Yeah. So I am flirtatious by nature, but more so than that, I'm very competitive by nature. And, you know, I got married very, very young. got married at 19. I do not advise no one to do that. Only my worst. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it just, when you don't know who you are as a woman, you can't be a wife to anybody mm. and vice versa. If you don't know vice who versa, you exactly. are as a man, how are you going to be a husband to somebody else? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, um, I know I did not respect him because I felt like I knew more than he did. Mm. Or, and I felt like he should have known more than what I did because he was older than me and he's the man. So I have a very strong dominant personality and if I don't feel like you know what the fuck you're doing, then I lose respect for you. And in that, it caused, you know, if a woman doesn't respect a man and she's talking down to him, he's going to look for a woman that talks well to him, that makes him feel good. And uh, so he did that. And, um, you know, I'm like, oh, you're going to do this to me? <laughs> well, let me show you how you should have did it. If you <laughs> okay, see, I, I'm with that. I'm, I'm a one upper. Yeah, uh, I can always play the game better than you, and that's what I did. I, I did that. Like I'm gonna go further than you. I'm gonna do it better than you. I'm gonna hit you and where it hurts. And I'm gonna harder. come and tell you that I did it. Absolutely, that's wow. that's what I did. And we did this. I mean, he. I say he little cheated, and I always. I mean, <laughs> I just, I just could write a book. At one point, I had. I'm. Oh, I'm telling all my business. It got so bad, y'all, that one day he came home and I said, "Look, um, here's the money for our daughter's daycare. Your food is in the oven. I'm going to Florida to be with this man. I'll be back in two days." Ah! And. Uh, I legit did that. <laughs> Amber. Yeah. But, but no, but that's the kind of energy you that I know what pushed me to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's like, the kind of energy so that I'm on though. Well, I, I'm not on it no more. It's but so toxic though. It's, it's really toxic. And it, it is affecting me now, even though my, my marriage was a long time ago to live like that for 10 years. Yeah. Now I feel like I got to play chess when everyone is just trying to like, Hey, get to know me. And I'm like, what you on nigga? Like I'm with yeah. the shits and they just trying to have coffee. You know what I mean? Like, so now <laughs> I'm so aggressive in my approach. I'm like meat and potatoes. Yeah, I know you think I'm cute. What you want? Like, mm. I can't even enjoy the small facets of having a naturally blossom relationship because I'm just used to like you know combat of war all the time. Mm. Very toxic to live like. No, I get yeah. I get that because I I had that same. I can be a very evil person um, because I'm so nice. When I feel betrayed, yeah. when I feel betrayed, I get I get even. It's I'm, it's not even about getting. It's not even getting even. I go. I go. I go evil. I get. I don't get even. I get evil. Um, when I was in college, there was this situation that happened. This girl came to me. She was like, we were, we were chicken eating Wingstop, and you know, which is trash. Which is probably why I don't like Wingstop now. Eating Wingstop and blah blah blah. Um, and she had this, you know, we kicking it. She asked me if she want to be in a relationship. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm cool with that. So I'm going over to her house, frying chicken and shit. And, you know, one day I picked the phone ringing her 
get no answer. She tell me, well, my mama is sick and has cancer, so I'm flying back, blah, blah. Whole time, your mama ain't got cancer at all. Mm. You have moved your ex-boyfriend back, not back here, from Alabama to here. So, you know, you know, um, so, you know, I go, I go, I get in my car and I drive to Austin. I still remember the exit. The exit is Slaughter, 222, Austin, Texas, because I drove by it every damn day. Because every damn day, I really should be in jail. So I'm, I shouldn't probably tell this story, but I'm going to tell it anyhow because I think it's going to set somebody free. Praise God. Crazy. <laughs> so I'm calling. I'm calling. Oh, I'm, I'm still out of town. Oh, that's funny. Cause I'm I'm right here next to your car, so I suggest you open this. If you want your car, I suggest you open the door, cause I'm 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 about to destroy your property. Oh my goodness! Go to the door, slowly open, comes outside. Fuck you, mean it's not. He just showed up here. I said, do I look like I'm fucking stupid? A man just shows up from Alabama to Austin, Texas. For, uh, just showed up. At your, has your exact address. I'll slaughter. <laughs> I'll slaughter. Has your exact address, and this nigga just showed up. Y'all had no conversation. He was nope. in the neighborhood. No conversation. You think I'm stupid? So you know, I really had to hide, hand, hold my hand because I I don't believe in hitting women. I really don't. I really had to hold my hands behind my back because at that point that was a nigga move. And yeah. like like what? And what what bothered me so much about it was I didn't come to you about a relationship. You came to me about being exclusive mm -hmm. and about. So you played in my face. So I, mm -hmm. I, I left and like my heart, I literally felt my heart beating. Like it was beating on the outside of my chest. Like my whole chest was really tight. Mm. And I said, mm. so every day I would just go leave gifts. I would, you know, I would leave nails like under the tire. Like ah. I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to put your, 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 car on flat. I wanted you to I wanted you to be driving and I wanted that shit to unravel while you was driving. Oh my god. Like, that's that's why I don't like be getting mad because I'm going to take it too far. I'm that's going to take it yeah. too far. You're you're oh. letting me know that I have a whole bunch of stories that one day I'm going to tell. Y'all going to die. Yes. And then but but this last time, this last instance um <laughs> because I got cheated on and I just didn't understand this last instance um, I, I really took it too far and I got another person involved that shouldn't have been involved. It was it was their innocence that made me see, okay, Josh, this is not the move. You should just leave. Yeah. Because now you're now you're bringing other people into this the chaos and, and you're causing hurt to them and they're just innocent. They're innocent. So what did you get out of that? that what did you learn? I, I, I learned never to lose myself. Mm -hmm. I because I love hard. Mm -hmm. When I love you, I will go against Josh. Mm -hmm. Like when I love you, I will literally go against Josh mm -hmm. and I will tell everybody else in the world, no. Mm -hmm. And I do this with my little brother. I tell everybody in the world, no. Junie comes ask me for something. Yeah, whatever. I don't think twice because I love, I, and that's, that's why I'm like, I'm really careful about relationships that I get into. I don't just get into relationships because I love extremely hard mm -hmm. and so hard that I sacrifice self. Yeah. So, um, Josh. I think I think I would be much further in my career. Absolutely. Me if too. I didn't if I didn't stay in that relationship mm -hmm. because I was purposely not going to auditions. I was purposely mm -hmm. telling telling directors and casting directors no, I because I was trying to go home and make sure somebody was happy. Mm -hmm. So I did a lot of self-sacrifice and even with even with God and this is what this is what this is what got me cuz I would be in church 
Like, okay, I wonder what I, I wonder where she at. I wonder like mm. it, it was that kind of thing because you've already proved to me that I can't trust you. So now mm. I gotta I feel like I gotta watch you. And now I can't be fully committed in the areas where I'm supposed to be fully committed because I'm thinking about what the fuck you out here. Mm. Um so I really learned never to betray myself, like never to um to um lose me because I really lost Josh. Mm. I really lost Josh. Um and I hid it very well, but but Josh was very lost, and um, that that wasn't a good that wasn't a good space for me. That wasn't a good space. For me. So I learned I learned to leave, um, and then I learned what my talk what my toxic stuff. Um, my one of my ex girlfriends she told me, Josh, you can be really condescending, and I was like, Girl, fuck you, I, 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 no, I'm not. And it was I I learned not to listen to what you were saying, but listen listen more so to what you feel and listen mm. to your heart. I learned to listen to hearts. Mm -hmm. Now, because you can you can tell me in anger that I ain't shit, blah blah blah. But now, instead of responding to the ain't shit, I'm listening to what your heart is really saying. This you is really good, y'all. I hope y'all want listening. Mm -hmm. Tell your friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's why that's why if you really want to understand a woman, you have to listen to her heart. Now, not necessarily what's coming out of her mouth and, and people in general, but because mm -hmm. the heart will never lie. Lips can lie. The heart will never lie. And if you have a woman that's kill you i ain't gonna do I, you 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 little dick nigga it's it's never that it's never that it's there's something in her heart that, she, that there there's an attention deficit in her heart that she's begging you to pay attention to and see and because you keep negating that um you know she does outward expressions to be seen um so i learned i learned most importantly to listen to the hearts um, I learned also to, um, I learned that it was okay to be right, but not care about being right. And that, that, that was huge for me because I'm a Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn male all day. Okay. All I care about is being right. I'm right. You wrong. But a lot of the times me being concerned about being right destroyed people's feelings and it hurt their feelings so much so that, okay, you can, you can be right by your damn self. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I'm learning and I'm growing in love and compassion. That I think I just tweeted that the other day. I'm learning mm -hmm. to be compassionate because mm -hmm. I was I was so robotic. I was don't okay. It was I was selfish. It was you you can only come around me when I want to be bothered. When I don't want to be bothered, fuck you. I'm not gonna call you. I'm not gonna text you. I don't care about what you're doing. But when I want attention, come see about me. Drop everything to come see about me. And if you don't, bye. So. I was very toxic in that, and I I'm, I can be very mean and and um, dismissive. I can be very mean as mean and dismissive. So I learned to care about feelings that don't belong to. If that makes Jeremy, um, I think the biggest still is one of my exes. Actually, probably it was my longest relationship I had. Probably obsessed because taught me how to love her in her way, not yeah. in my way. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's that's one of the biggest things that it's a misconception love in general across the board if you don't know everybody listening if you do not know your love language you learn it please so imperative and it will change it will change for me it used to be quality time and touch were like hand in hand but as i've gotten older words of affirmation has become yeah. number one and yeah, it is my, still number one my. so my ex yeah my ex at the time or my girlfriend at the time she that was her love language. words of affirmation oh, i appreciate you Thank you, yada, yada, yada. But again, time, touch. I'm showing you that I love you. Mm -hmm. And she 
you know, we would argue because I'm like, but I'm doing that. And then I had to really step out. But you're not. Mm-hmm. You're not loving her in the way that she needs love. You're loving her in your way that you re- and that doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. There's there's no recipro- reciprocity. That's one. That's one of the biggest. Also, something that I'm discovering as of late, and I've been talking about it with friends. Is I'm a very empathetic person, except for when I'm hurt. So what I mean by that, if you have done something to me, I only see it that I'm hurt. I don't look at it from your perspective because not everyone will hurt you. Sometimes you have to step outside of yourself and have empathy for that specific you know, uh, situation. So detail about it. But um, mm-hmm. when you meet someone, they may be coming from something that's toxic yeah. and, or it's still kind of present, but they want to move on. And so they're kind of like playing a little bit of tug and, you know, tug and war with you. And all you're thinking about is, it's about how I feel, but you're not thinking about how they feel. You have to have that empathy and understanding because at some point we have all kind of tested the water with somebody new and we still got our ex in our ear, still in our text messages, still in our DMs, still interacting. So I'm working on having compassion also and having more empathy. Um, then I think another big thing, uh, I'm kind of tired of being like what I call a speed bump um, mm. where like I meet somebody and I'm groomed them, but they, they experience a love that they never experience. They give what they need and then they just leave me. Mm. And here I am. Yeah. Like, like you guys said, um, you give so much of yourself. Yeah. Now you're empty. Yeah. You know? So then I'm like, what is that? Let me be honest. This is why I need to go to therapy because common denominator is we me. We all do. Yeah. So there's something in me that I'm that I'm not fixing that I'm so there's probably like some hurt that I'm you know that's undefined right now mm-hmm. and I'm projecting it I'm healing other people but I ain't healing myself yeah so I'm just slowly taking bits and pieces past relation into the next one as yeah. opposed to just healing you know what I mean so but, but that's but that's the thing and I want to speak to that I want to speak to um because that that's why I believe it's really imperative that you heal, that you heal before going into something. And not only that you heal, but that you're whole going into something. Mm-hmm. Because one of the, one, I hate paying for the mistakes of somebody else. I'm Absolutely. not them. And I don't think it's fair that we make people pay for the mistakes of what we refuse to be healed um, because we still want. So we can't heal until we grieve. Mm-hmm. And that was what I really had to learn. You have to grieve a thing when when something when 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 a relationship is over. That's a death of a relationship. You have mm-hmm. to grieve it so that you can heal from it, and then you can become whole. You can't jump just to healing. You can't jump to healing because you what you do is you suppress those feelings and you play like you're okay and you're really not. So you healing emotions. You're, you're healing, or you're putting band aids over unbroken skin. Mm-hmm. And you're leaving the wound open. My God, I felt that. And you're leaving the wound open and the wound just keeps getting infected with all this mm-hmm. other stuff, be it people's opinions, be it your opinions and all this stuff. And then you walk around talking about you whole and you got this, you got gangrene in the hand, exactly. you know, and it's just, it's, it's that kind of thing. And then the other thing is, um, cause I'm like that too. I learned, I had to really sit myself down and tell myself, Josh, you don't get to fall in love with another assignment. Mm-hmm. Hey, come on, minister to me today. You don't yeah, get to fall in love with another assignment because yeah. all of my exes were assignments. Yeah. And because I because I love and because my love, because I still had a very sexualized view of love, I felt that because I loved you very deeply, I had to, I had to be in love with you and I had to be in a relationship. So anybody that I tried to heal, 
I had to go deeper with. And that left me heartbroken in the end. And one, I, I'll never forget this conversation because it both hit us. And we were at IHOP because my ex-girlfriend, uh, she she kept, she always threatened me with a break. And like for the whole time, every time she would get mad, I just think we need a break. And the last time when I when I was finally over it, I said, okay, let's do it. And we, we didn't recover from that break. And she came back trying to recover from that. And I said, in this break, I learned that you were not you were not my forever. Mm -hmm. I was in your life for a specific reason. And that was to restore the value of yourself because you thought you were not worthy of you thought you were disqualified from the idea of being loved unconditionally. I said, it hurts my heart, but it's the absolute truth that. I had to come be the person that made you better for the for the man that's going to come get you next. My ex-husband told me that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's like, what you mean? You don't want me. Oh, listen to me. Your next relationship is going to be so much better because I was in your life. Mm -hmm. And that's not arrogance. That's because I got all, I, I knocked down all those brick walls that you had built around your heart. So he's not going to have to fight through all that. And I'm not your person. And I'm not, your, I'm not your person. Not me, your person. Me, me and my best friend were just talking about this the other day because I'm I'm binge watching Grey's again. Mm -hmm. And um, we were talking about Christina and Bert. And mm -hmm. she's, she said, Josh, I loved that they got to love each other in their own way. And what I said back was, and they didn't they didn't have the perfect navigation for it, no, you know, and loving them. They won in their relationship by understanding that this would never work between us. They loved each other enough to say, this will not work because I'm trying to make you who I want you to be instead of loving who you already are. Exactly. And I think that's so beautiful. I think if we stop trying to trying to change people, we'll, we'll, we'll stop hurting ourselves. And because that's, that's, one, that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm as upfront as I am, because I never wanted to be said, well, you switched up after sex. Because I had this instance where, you know, because I don't talk to anybody every day. It's just not going to happen. I don't talk to anybody every day. I'm not going to text you every day. I, I, I don't have that kind of capacity. Um, I, I'll, I'll say, hey, but to, to talk to you every day? No, baby, I got too much stuff going on. I got mm -hmm. books I'm writing. I got stuff. I don't. Do you miss me? No, I don't miss you. I just talk to you. No, I'm that kind of person. Yeah, I know. I'm that kind of person. Um, so... It was it was this girl's idea that if I throw this pussy on him real good, that's gonna change that. He gonna be he gonna be coming eating out of my hand. And when I didn't, it hurt her heart. And I said, Well, I didn't do this before we had sex. So why did you expect me to do it? Because we had sex. So I I thought I was I thought I could change you. I'm cracking up. Well, what was you? <laughs> what was you? I think I was that that would hurt me. <laughs> just just because I because I'm the I'm the type of person like I I don't we don't we don't we don't need to talk all day, every day. But you can check, check good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You know what I'm saying? Check in with me and let me know that you, I want to know that you miss. I want to know that I miss. And, uh, and then that, that, that goes to, what happened? You may be in a different season than Josh. That what that is, but 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 I also feel, and this is just my personal my personal opinion. People make time for what and who they want to. Okay, so no, no, but but that, and I don't I don't want to hear because that's the truth. Because I because <laughs> we are all busy. We all got shit going. I don't want to hear it. I, so I we we all got shit. I I we all have shit going on. Me personally, you, you make time. Up. You make time not for what you want, but for what's a priority at the time. And exactly. And if if you're in a relationship with, but somebody. my prior, but my priority is not always my 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 the hierarchy of my priorities is not always what I want. And this is this is my biggest thing because I have this argument the most. 
I want to do a lot of things that I just don't have the time for because the because what's a priority right now really comes before this. It really comes before this. And I think it's, I think it's selfish to say, well, your relationship always has to come first. There are going to be seasons and times where your relationship cannot always be first. And that's why your relationship has to ha- has to be built on a solid foundation. And that's why you have to understand and un- understand and know who the hell you get in relationships with. Because like you said, you need somebody that's going to talk to you every day. I go through seasons where I can go days without talking to anybody. It don't mean I'm mad. I just don't want to be bothered. I'm dealing with a lot of stuff. I'm working through a lot of stuff. And if you interrupt that that flow process, I'm going to be an asshole. And because I don't want to be an asshole, I would just rather just stay in my own space, stay in my own head, because that's just how I operate. Now, I understand, it, now, like, like we said last week, and Iyanla says this, you don't get to tell people how to love you. You get to see how people love and and then make a decision on if you're going to accept it or not. You don't get to change how a person loves you. No matter how much you love them, no matter how much you want them to love you back, you don't get to tell people, no, love me like this, love me like this. You get to you get to set boundaries. And like I said previously, I don't know if it was on the show or in the production meeting, but um, you set boundaries. Boundaries are for you. Boundaries are not for other people. When you start trying to make people follow your boundaries, you're operating now in control. Now you're controlling this relationship and that's not fair. And a lot of people are in controlling relationships. Yeah, this yet a man or the woman ain't going upside your head, but they're they're forcing you to live within their boundary. And that's not fair. That's not fair. Live living within their like what elaborate. So so if so if I say if I say my boundary is every day at five o'clock, I'm going to get up. I'm going to eat three three fried eggs and I'm going to run six miles. That's fine because that's my boundary. The moment I say, well, if you're going to be with me, you're going to have to get up at 5 a.m. too, eat three eggs and run six miles with me. Now I'm controlling you because I'm expecting you to live within my boundary. And that's not fair. I can love you. I can love you if you decide to get up at seven, only eat two eggs, scramble them. And, and not walk at all because that's your boundary. So here's my my issue that is if people have a, an issue with compromise and that word, it scares a lot of people. There are times when you, if you are if you agree to be in a relationship with me, then you have to understand what that comes with. Yeah. And there are times, yes, I made it because I'm a cancer and I can think, but if I love you, that is going to um, over, you know, supersede or whatever the word is, what I may be feeling. So if you need that moment of, hey, how are you? I'm checking in. I can do that. And I feel like that's where it becomes the sacrifice. I'm. I hate to say. I hate to sacrifice because it sounds like an inconvenience. Hey, but compromise is the correct. The compromise is, is the part correct. of a relationship. No, it sacrifice. Is. Sacrifice is absolutely a part of the uh, a part of the relationship. So I just, I guess the whole going with days without talking to somebody, to me, while yes, you may need that, but you have to think about your partner and what they need. Exactly. It's not just. It's just not about what you need. And and I and I absolutely I absolutely get that. So to so to that, I will absolutely agree that there's compromise, but the compromise can't be about want. You can't tell me, no, and hear me. Want is a luxury. Want is a luxury. Giving you what you need, I will always give you what you need. If but what you, if they, what if they need that? But that's what I'm saying. If you absolutely need that, of course I'm going to come through and do that. But if that's just something that you just want and you really don't need, it's just something that that just tickles your fancy and you just, oh, girl, he talked to me today. I'm not I don't see I don't see the importance of that because 
and it, it, it it's 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 a tricky line, and I, and I know it, it's a tricky line. But at the same time, that's where that compromise has to come in. Okay, this these this is my need. This is your need. How can we both get fulfill get our needs fulfilled and be happy? Mm-hmm. And what happens more oftentimes than not is I start seeing my need as more important than your needs. So I say- I think that happens in a very immature relationship. It does, but it happens in most relationships. I can say, and I can definitely speak on that because I'm not the oldest thing in the book. I'm 31, about to be 32, April, but just in my relationship that I'm in right now, I can just tell where my, my how my maturity level, just based on things that I desire or what I thought that I wanted as a need back then, mm-hmm. So what I know that I need now, yeah. you have like a different, a different, especially when you experience a traumatic, a experience a very toxic and traumatic relationship, and you make it out, spend that time to mourn that relationship, and to really heal and to do some self introspection and know what your triggers are and know what uh what to look for in your next relationship and and know what to stand for and not you know what I'm saying all the other good stuff. It's definitely different when uh you enter into a new relationship with that man i feel like once you have that self and i'll 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 speak this to all my all my gay girls all my gay sisters out there and i want to talk about this too too like like what what in your in your head like what is the perfect timeline for relationship because the girls we like to meet somebody and the next week we're together the next two weeks living together you know what I'm saying? Like it's just like with with within within the first three months of being with somebody, and I have done, I'm guilty. I have done this within the first exactly. three months of being with somebody. The gays are living with each other, plan out their wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, but before, what's a good timeline for that? Before before we go there, I want I want I want to say this this last thing. My my pastor and bishop taught me something. Um, because this is how they operate with each other. Um. She she came to him one day and she said, Hey, I need this. And in her mind, it was just like, whatever, I need it. And he went and just he went, jumped through hoops, made it happen. And when she got it, it was, oh, I didn't think you were gonna give this. And that's when they really had to sit down and have the conversation on, okay, what is it that you need versus what what you want? Because if you tell me you need something, it is my job to break rules, to jump through hoops, to make sure you have what you need. If this is something that you want. Don't tell me this is something that you need. Just tell me that this is something you want. Because if it's something that you want, I don't feel that immediate pressure to deliver it because it's just something that you want. Needs are something that is that that call for an immediate that call for immediate attention. So I, I wanted to I, I wanted to clarify that. I'm not saying be mean or whatever. I'm <laughs> what I mean what you <laughs> what you need. I will always make you have make sure you have what you need, what you want. I'm going to I'm because I love you. I'm going to give you what you want. It's just not going to be at the same speed as as what I as as the speed that I provide what you need. If that makes sense, that makes sense. Yeah. My question. So my my next my question is: What if their need is in your head a need? Does that's that not that's sense? that's not my decision to make. That's because you can't come tell me that what I need is not what I need. So how dare I? And, and I got this in prayer one day. I had to really ask God to forgive me for expecting people to honor my boundaries while I dishonored theirs. And I'm just like, well, I don't want people hanging up in my face, but then, you know, you tell me you don't, you don't like when I ignore you and I just ignore you. Mm-hmm. How dare I expect you to honor my boundaries? And 
I say fuck yours. Mm-hmm. Same with needs. How dare I expect you to treat my need with importance and then I disregard yours? Well, I tell you what, this whole conversation just let me know I'm gonna be single for at least another six months. <laughs> uh, at least another six months. <laughs> Crack it yeah. up. Why do you why do you feel that way? Because I got some work to do. <laughs> but the work never stops. The work never stops. The Listen, never stops. like I said, my relationship is not perfect by far. My relationship is not perfect by Amber, far. Amber, it's, it's going to take, I mean, for the short time that I have known you, it's going to take a man who really has his shit together. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to have to really just get a hold of you because you, you are very, you got a strong head. He's going to have to come be like, all right, all right, baby girl. He's going to take you. It's coming. But it's also, but it's also, and this is not, this is not for Amber, but this is for anybody that's listening. It's also the idea that we have to really grasp that you don't get in a relationship to be completed or to feel complete. Absolutely. Yes. The, Absolutely. That other person is not the last piece to your puzzle. Your happiness. Your puzzle, your, your puzzle is supposed to be whole before you get your ass in a relationship. Exactly. Absolutely. You don't get into nothing and you missing pieces. No, baby, you go find your pieces before you come. Because what Tamo said, I don't want your pieces, baby. Mm-hmm. I don't want your pieces. So I, I want to make that very clear. You don't get married. You don't get... Because I'm in a church group and they were talking about um, the idolization of, of marriage and people. Mm-hmm. No, I was Jackie Hill Perry. She used to be a lesbian. And... Uh, <laughs> she said she said the church clapped more for her getting married than they did uh her getting saved mm. because they idolize the idea of marriage and think that marriage is some kind of cure to whatever marriage is not a cure for your singleness it's not a cure for your homosexuality it's not a cure for your perversion it's not a cure for your promise uh for your sexual appetites it's not a cure <laughs> Y'all see how I covered that word? I couldn't say. <laughs> I wasn't going to say nothing. I was like, oh, wait. wait. I was going to let you slide. My God. Uh, marriage is not the cure, and relationships are not your missing piece. Yes. You need to go into things whole. And should we start going into things whole, I don't think we would see the problems that we see in relationships because you got two half. You got two people going in expecting the other person to be the half, and then when they realize that they puzzle pieces don't fit the other half, now you, now you mad. But to answer well, your I, question about the timeline, I think I think timelines work differently. There are some people that meet, and two weeks later they married, and they are happy, and they have longevity. And then there's some people that date for seven, eighteen years, get married, and divorce three months later. So I timelines are I don't subscribe to timeline. Whatever works for. I think it's all. I think it's all about communication comfortable however going into one of the one of the things you talked about with red flags is also something that i'm learning is do not confuse things that you see as temporary red flags as permanent behavior Mm. because oftentimes in the talking and dating stage another i want to know how y'all feel about dating talking relationship because there's there's definitely a difference there's a whole there's a whole yeah Mm. but um i know for me personally i will excuse some because Oh, I'm getting to know them. And so I'm blinded by that, not realizing, yeah, that's a little, that's a little deeper than that was just a one, that was one instance, like, oh, that's a, that's going to be a consistent pattern. So you have to decide if you're going to deal with it. And oftentimes, at least for me, I decide making an excuse because I'm getting to know you, a little schoolgirl and all that shit and mm-hmm. relationship. And that same thing that I, that was like, hey, and but you was like this, it's still relevant and it's but still that- an issue. But that's why I think it's important to to before you in, before you actually date somebody or get into a relationship. Them. 
I friend them, but I think it's also important that you see them in, in all seasons. Absolutely. Because because I can meet you in a season of loss, and the red flags that I see in your season of loss, I can completely throw you away. But then if I didn't see you in your recovery season, to see how you how you went back and picked up those pieces, I can't make I can't make a fair judgment because we all do crazy shit when we losing. You know, it's it's how you go back and recover. It's how you go back. So I think I think seeing somebody and hell, somebody's those four seasons might happen in three months. Those four seasons might happen in two years. So it just yeah. depends. I just need to see you in every season. I need to see you when you broke. I need to see you when you feel accomplished. I need to see you when you got friends. When you don't got friends, I need to see when you when you mad. I need to see when you sad. I need to. I I want to see you in all of those stages of life before I commit to being with you forever. And that's why that's I think the hard, stages though. of dating are important. Like like yeah, you explained but, the, the state because the, you may state. you may not always see those things. I mean, because one thing that I actually liked from Tyler Perry's last terrible play was that he said marriage is is hard because people change. People change. You remember that part? He talked about yeah. the people change, and you and you're seeing layers that you've never seen. So I totally get that, but I think sometimes that can be hard. You may not see or experience some of those things until you have gotten a relationship. Mm -hmm. So. My categories, I have four stages. So I have talking, casually dating, exclusively, and an actual relationship. Mm -hmm. So talking is like we Instagram, we, you know, we on Twitter, we in the DM or whatever. We switch to text messages. Hey, you know, casual conversation, mm -hmm. casual dating, start to go on a few dates. And then still got your little hoes on the side. Still do. Right. <laughs> still reserved because we don't, you know, people going to weed themselves out. Okay. We just don't need People do what they got to do. Um, but then you get to that point after like date, whatever, where you're like, okay. I'm not ready for a relationship yet. However, I am open to being committed to dating you. Mm -hmm. So now we have come to civity, yeah. which some people, that is the same as a relationship. And I'm Absolutely like, not. not because I'm making a decision to commit to you to be exclusive to getting to know you and no one else. Mm -hmm. That's as far as I can go right now. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think that goes back to seeing people in that stage because you've made a decision like, okay, yeah, I'm. it's just about you right now. And I do want to see where we go and where you go and like, how do you? How do you handle certain things before I decide, okay, I do want to take the next level? No, I get I get that and I agree, but but it only becomes hard when you don't have grace. It only becomes hard when you don't have grace because again, it goes back to it goes back to that thing. If if like like Tyler said, if people change, I'm a person too. So if I if I change every so so many years and I want you to be okay with that, then I have to be okay with the fact that you that you change. And that's why that's why communication is important. Because if you change and we 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 are no longer compatible, let's not then try to force this. You know, it, it's about it's about it's about showing grace. Because if you're changing and you're not fully you're not fully comfortable with the change, and you don't know you don't really know how to navigate that change, how dare I punish you for changing? You know, I can't punish you for changing because it doesn't look like what I got into. You know, well, you weren't this person when I when I when I when I said yes to you. Well, you weren't this person when I said yes to you either. No, <laughs> so it just depends on it. you. You have to have grace. So well, we do have to cut this short because we almost at an hour and forty five minutes now. Oh my goodness! So yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so my God, let's get that talking. Jesus. Um. So with y'all should have did a part one and part two. We yeah. should have. My we God. We should have. We, um, might, we might need to. Yeah, I might say, why can't we? <laughs> but, you know, Honestly, let's let's pick this. Let's still a lot to unpack. Um, but with relationship, you have to have grace. You have to have communication. Um, 
before even before you get to love there needs to be some form of relationship would be a friendship whatever there needs to be a foundation a solid foundation because if that foundation if if you try to build on sand baby the moment a, a major storm happens it's gonna fall apart it's gonna fall mm. apart so baby get your relationships together and we'll come in part two next week we'll come back, <laughs> we'll come back some more because clearly we gotta unpack some more of this and we'll, we'll, we'll just we'll just hop we, we'll just hop right into the discussion next week just <laughs> those hot those hot topics and y'all talking about y'all having me talk about that that man kissing his son in the mouth because well. that was nasty anyway anyway um hell what's next um uh amber your minute with it's a minute with amber j we're gonna we're gonna do is that powerful and minute with amber j all in one for the sake of time today okay here's what i want to uh at a much deliberation and God. concentration i've decided to say the topic for this is fake smiles can hurt you i know they tell you to fake it till they till you make it but it is scientifically proven that fake smiles can hurt you. Turns out that faking happiness can hurt your health. For a 2011 study published in the Academy of uh, Management Journal, researchers looked at the behavior of bus drivers, a profession where people are required to have many friendly interactions throughout the day, and discovered that these people would draw from their work while putting on a smile for show, and that can have long-term detrimental health effects. So here's your minute with Amber J here's the minute is be true to yourself be authentic to who you are and what you are feeling because your feelings can be redirecting you onto a path of where you need to go internalizing and trying to push through can cause internal damage to your mental mental health physical health and spiritual health trying to please an outside world that has no clue of what you're silently suffering with. So we don't want to encourage you any longer to fake it till you make it. We want to encourage you to feel those feelings, but don't allow them to overtake you. Honor them by doing the work, getting therapy, and realizing that it's okay that I don't feel okay. And it's a, just a sign that I need to move in a different direction, not push through and fake for the public. That's your minute with Amber J. And isn't that powerful? Fake smiles. Her. Isn't that powerful? Well, isn't that powerful? <laughs> isn't that powerful? <laughs> well, we we absolutely thank you for tuning in to another episode of um hell, what's what's the name of the show? We done talk so the long. Way about that. The way I see it podcast. My God. I done got sleepy. Um, we thank you. We um come back next week. We're gonna unpack some more stuff about being in relationships. Clearly, being in relationships with being in relationships with us is a lot of damn work. So <laughs> we're gonna come back next week. Um Especially when you're in a spider Spider Man onesie. I'm a lot. I'm, I'm a, cracking up. I yes. come with a lot. I come with a lot. <laughs> um <laughs> good night. Yes. Um <laughs> so y'all be blessed. Be sure to visit www.thewayent.com. Get you some books. It's Christmas time. My books are great stocking stuffers. Uh so get you some books, get you some shirts, some some apparel. Uh go into the new year with some acting classes as well as um what else do I offer? Some publishing packages. Go into this new year with 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 what you're supposed to go into it with. Um we out. Y'all be good. Happy yeah. Friday. And uh, we'll see y'all next Friday. Peace. Yeah. Gotta go. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs>